Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's C. Sparky Pfeiffer on 1250 AM. The Fan 55 past the hour time for another Milwaukee sports time out here on a Pick and Save Football Friday. And lots of talk about concerning Green Bay. Lots of Jordan Love in the news as of late. We'll talk with Andy Herman from the Pack-A-Day podcast. Anytime we talk about Green Bay, it's sponsored by Otto's Wine and Spirits with their seven-employee-owned location serving Milwaukee, ottoswineandspirits.com. So before we get to the Rams, let's talk about Jordan Love, a story from Jason uh, Wildy uh, at the end of last week talking about uh, Jordan Love going to get with his agent and figure out what he wants to do this offseason. If you were Jordan Love, Andy Herman, what would you do? Yeah, no, I'm I'm on the same page as Jordan Love here. This would be his fourth year entering the season. And if I'm Jordan Love or if I'm his agent, um, you know, th- that's a time where you were a former first round pick, obviously, a top 25 pick in that draft. The team moved up for you, first and fourth round picks, and you're heading into your fourth season. And you basically haven't had an opportunity to prove that you can be a starter in the NFL. Um, you're starting to hear from Packer teammates that they think he's ready to be a starter in the NFL. Darius Slay, uh, even after just 10 snaps, uh, with Jordan, you know, seeing Jordan Love in that Philadelphia game, uh, went on his podcast and said Green Bay has a very bright future with Jordan Love, the way that he played in that game. You're starting to hear some buzz that uh, this may be one of the you know top quarterbacks that's capable of actually starting games in the NFL. There's only 32 of those. And if I'm Jordan Love, it's not necessarily that you know, he can just demand to go to a spot where he can start, but you at least want to be able to go to a spot where you can compete for a starting job. And he will not have that in Green Bay, assuming that Aaron Rodgers comes back. So if the Packers and Rodgers decide that they're going to continue to do this for you know this upcoming season and who knows how long after, if you're in Jordan Love's camp, then yeah, I think I want an opportunity to go out and compete somewhere else. And you can certainly understand where he'd be coming from in that situation. So let me ask you this. If you're the Packers and you go to Jordan Love and say, look, you got your fifth of your option. What is it, $20 million or whatever the case may be. Uh, Rodgers, yep. Rodgers has to be on board with this, right? So Aaron's got to tell you how much longer he plans on playing. If it's, hey, after next year I'm done, I'm going to play two more years and then I'm done, he's got to be willing to play ball here. But then go and try and work out an extension with Jordan Love. I pulled up Spot Track. You know, the top 
you know, 14 salaries end with Ryan Tannehill at 29.5 million, then a drop off to Brady and Jameis Winston at 15 and 14 million, and then a significant drop off to Mariota and Trevor Lawrence and Joel Burrow. And those guys are all going to get paid on rookie deals, obviously, with Lawrence and Burrow, not Mariota. They're at about 9 million. I mean, if you're talking 20 million, that puts them right around 15 if he averages 20 million for, you know, two or three years after that fifth year option. Do you think that's something that he would consider if they were willing to go that route? Yeah, so here's the thing that, that makes this super difficult, right? Uh, a, we don't know what Green Bay feels about Jordan Love. You know, maybe they just don't feel like he can be a, a capable starter in the NFL. And I think the biggest tell in that regard would be last year when Green Bay had the opportunity to get the line, you know, the, the huge uh, line share trade from the uh, Denver Broncos and being able to pick up all those picks. It was, it, it's been reported uh, that the Broncos wanted Aaron Rodgers first. When they did not get Aaron Rodgers, they pivoted to Russell Wilson. You got to think if Rodgers was their first choice, Green Bay probably could have gotten that same package from the, you know, that uh, the Seattle or that the Seahawks got for Russell Wilson. So, you know, they didn't feel comfortable going with Jordan Love at that time and getting that huge lion's share of draft picks and players that they uh, would have been able to get from Denver. So, you know, you have to wonder if, if they even feel like Jordan Love is that guy in Green Bay. And if they don't feel that way, if they feel like after seeing him for, for three years that they don't think he's the guy, then that, that complicates matters quite a bit. And maybe they do just go in a different direction and say, hey, we'll see what we can get for Jordan Love. And we'll start that process over. There's going to be, uh, you know, potentially nine quarterbacks taken in the top 100 of the draft this year. Maybe Green Bay says, hey, we'll pick up whatever compensation we can get for Jordan. Let another, you know, let another team have a chance. And then we'll take one of those guys in the top 100 and see if we can kind of start that process over and go with Rodgers for the next couple of years. So that's the number one thing that complicates it is what does Green Bay think of Jordan Love? Number two, as you mentioned, is what's Aaron Rodgers' status? Do they get any sort of guarantee that this isn't just a year-by-year thing again? When do they you know, learn from Rodgers that he even wants to play next season? Have they had that conversation already? So there's so many of these unknowns. And then, of course, another one is what could they get for Jordan Love? Is this something where they might be able to recoup the assets that they got in the first place, a first-round pick? No I don't way. think so. I think no this chance. is probably – yeah, agree, agreed, right? So it's probably more of like a third- or fourth-round pick situation or maybe a similar type of you know player, and you're not getting your return on investment if you're Brian Gutekunst on that either. So there's a lot of different things that are going to go into this situation. But, yeah, you know, could Jordan Love consider staying around and getting that fifth-year option and playing next year if they think, you know, Rodgers is going to be gone after, you know, one more season? Then, yeah, there could be maybe be something that's worked out there. But there's a lot of unknowns in this situation as well. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of egg on on the Packers' face if they trade him for a third-round pick uh, at at this point. And that's why I I just think at this point, if you're the Packers, again, like you said, if you believe he's that guy after Aaron Rodgers, then you just have to try and extend him and say, okay, not only are you going to pick up the fifth-year option, we want to extend you two or three years past that, an average of $20 million or whatever. Because, again, that puts him in the middle of the pack in the NFL right around 15th. Uh, in salaries, which isn't horrible by any means. You can still add players around Jordan Love uh, on offense or help him on defense to make that, that that football team going forward better. If they don't think he's the guy, then we're talking about drafting a quarterback again or trading for a guy because now there's talk in San Francisco. If Brock Purdy actually is as good as what people think he might be, then what happens to Trey Lance? Does he get moved at some point this offseason? Does he get more in return than Jordan Love, Andy Herman? I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a great point as well. And that's, if you look at the, the potential moving pieces at quarterback this year, there's already talk that Tom Brady could be moving spots. Yep. Trey Lance could be moving spots. Jimmy Garoppolo, if Brock Purdy ends up being that guy, could be moving spots. Matt Ryan probably moving on in Indianapolis. Like, 
there's a lot of different moving pieces. As mentioned, up to nine quarterbacks taken in the top 100, multiple free agent quarterbacks available. Geno Smith uh, in Seattle is interesting. Lamar Jackson is interesting. Uh, even, um, you know, Tyler Huntley in uh, Baltimore. If, I like if him. Lamar stays, he could end up going. And me too, right? So, yep. like, there's a lot of different pieces. But, again, if you're Jordan Love, it's not saying, like, hey, I, like, I need to go somewhere where I can be the guy. It's like, all right, does another team maybe take a guy in the third round or have maybe Desmond Ritter at quarterback if you're the Falcons? But Jordan Love at least gets the opportunity to go to one of these places and compete with one of those quarterbacks to be the guy. And, again, if I'm Jordan Love, I'm at least uh, open to that opportunity and seeing if I can get that chance. It's his fourth season. He has to be able to show it at some point. Pack-A-Day podcast, it's so, so good with Andy Herman. He just does a great job. And all the people that uh, help him out and do that podcast all do a great job. Make sure to check it out uh, if you can. Packers, Rams, Romeo comes back. So it'll be the first time, well, what, 52 snaps. I think him and Watson have played together uh, throughout the entire course of the season. Plus, you had Turi in there. What was your thoughts on this wide receiver room coming into the year? And what are your thoughts on this wide receiver room going forward into the offseason? Yeah, I think the, the big question mark that I had is a you are leaning a lot on first or not on first round picks but on draft picks right so on christian watson you know romeo dobbs to a lesser extent samori Toure. you're keeping three rookies on that initial roster and you that, that's always a crapshoot right you're not you're not sure quite what you're going to get in that scenario it, it, with any rookies playing in their first season there's going to be a learning curve i think green bay has to be incredibly excited with the progress of all three of those rookies i mean a seventh round pick is you know you might as well be blindfolded and take a um, you know, a dartboard out and throw a dart at a, a pick and say, oh, all right, that's our guy, because the, the odds of hitting on anyone there is incredibly slim. Yet Samari Touré looks like he could be a guy down the road that could be maybe a number three, number four wide receiver for you. In the fourth round, we, we forget, right, that, you know, Romeo Dobbs is selected in Jamon Moore territory. Uh, Jamon Moore did absolutely nothing in Green Bay. Um, couldn't stand the team, was cut pretty quickly. And that's the same spot, basically, where they get Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs looks like a legitimate starting receiver in the NFL already. And then, of course, we've seen what Christian Watson can do. I had question marks coming in just based on how that youth would translate early in the season, especially with Christian Watson being a guy that didn't play a ton of traditional wide receiver at North Dakota State. Uh, but the early returns on all three of those guys is extremely exciting. I think the next question was really going to be with Sammy Watkins. Sammy Washington showed anything in his previous stints in the, you know, with his last couple teams, the Ravens, the Chiefs, et cetera. He looked like he was kind of washed up. And, you know, putting a, any sort of veteran deal on him and having faith that he could come in and change things around. Like, he just played with Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. It wasn't like all of a sudden he was going to come to Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers was going to unlock this potential and talent. He didn't look like he had much in the tank. He suffered injuries in, pre, you know, his last two, you know, a few stints. And we saw the same thing with Sammy Watkins again this year. Injury issues, not able to separate. Really good blocker, uh, but you're not getting paid at wide receiver to be a really good blocker. And then what would Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb be able to get you coming back? Lazard's basically been as expected, I think, with uh, a little bit more burden on him being the guy. I don't think he's been quite as good without Devonta Adams across from him, but he's basically the same Alan Lazard that we've seen for the past few seasons. And I think the, the big thing with this you know, wide receiver group as a whole is you have Lazard miss a few games. You have Watkins miss a few games. Watson misses a few games, including uh, early in the season when he can't play in training camp. Romeo Dobbs misses a few games. Like You, you start adding Cobb, et cetera. All of these guys end up missing multiple games. And I think that's what really put this wide receiver core behind the eight ball this season. And now, and that, like you mentioned, we finally will get to see, I think, the, the true potential, hopefully, with Dobbs and Watson really playing together when they're both playing well for the first time. I think that has the ability to, you know, hopefully open up this offense even more 
I, I think you can see the vision that Brian Gutekind had. If you told me right, you know, right now, if, if you can go into a game with, you know, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, Alan Lazard, and Randall Cobb as your top four with Toure as your number five, I don't dislike that wide receiver. I really love that wide receiver group. And again, I think they have the youth moving forward that they can lean on those rookies as well. So I think it's exciting long-term, but uh, you can see what the vision was. Injuries and just some youth, I think, tampered it early in the season. I got one more for you, then we got uh, we got to roll. MVS got, what, $10 million a year from Kansas City. Does Alan Lazard get that type of money or more on the open market? I think he gets a little bit less. I do think he ends up with another team. Um, I, I don't think he has quite the playmaking ability that an MVS has. I don't think he has the ability to open up things, you know, for other teams being a stretch player down the field. But he's a solid overall wide receiver. He's going to be able to be kind of your possession guy over the middle, solid blocker, although I think he's a little bit overrated in that regard. Uh, but I think he gets a really nice contract. I just don't ultimately think it ends up being in Green Bay. He is our guy, Andy Herman, again, the Pack-A-Day podcast. And again, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you should, at Andy Herman NFL. And again, check out that Pack-A-Day podcast. Andy, thanks so much for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Have a good holidays. Hey, thanks so much. You as well. You betcha, take care. Every time we talk about Green Bay, it's sponsored by Autos Wine and Spirits with a seven-employee-owned location serving Milwaukee, autoswineandspirits.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.